0: Going after UNC transfer Caleb Love should be a no-brainer for the Louisville Cardinals. We're going to talk about why on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On the Global Podcast. I'm your host, Alton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. Also do some PA announcing work for the university and various sports. I want to take this time to personally thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder: the Locked On the global Podcast is free on all streaming services. Five days a week, your team every day. Starting out on the men's basketball side of the show. We're going to discuss North Carolina guard Caleb Love entering the portal and why uh, recruiting Love should be a no-brainer for the Louisville Cardinals. We'll talk about the Cardinals offering four-star 2024 edge rusher Brian Robinson Robinson from Ohio was on campus this past week for spring practice. And then to conclude the show, we'll dive into a weekly mailbag segment. Uh, We'll start in the men's basketball recruiting realm. We've talked about a lot involving the transfer portal, right? We've discussed the names that Louisville has reached out to, from Davion McKnight to, um, you know, from different names, Davion McKnight, Josh Aduje, Um, so on and so forth, Reese Dixon-Waters, the the list goes on, right? Um, We've talked about more so players that Louisville has reached out to, but we haven't talked about players that Louisville should go after. But when Caleb Love entered the portal on Monday afternoon, um, a lot of Louisville fans on social media voiced their support of the Cardinals going after Love. And I agree, I think going after Love and recruiting the North Carolina guard, would be a no-brainer for the Louisville Cardinals. Um keep in mind this recording is being um, you know, this recording is happening at 745 ish on Monday evening. So chances are if you're listening to this at a later time, there is a chance that Louisville would have reached out to Love by that chance. I like I said, I don't have confirmation that they're even going to reach out to him. Um But in the instance that you hear about Louisville reaching out to Love and then you listen to this show, just know that this was all recorded before there was any contact between the two parties. So um, needless to say, I think that this would be a no-brainer. You know, we talked about what Louisville needs in the portal. They need a starting caliber guard. Caleb Love fits that mold. Uh, You need a guy who can be a possible number one scoring option. Caleb Love fits that mold. Um, You obviously need an upgrade to the roster as it stands. Caleb Love fits that mold. Um, I think that this is something that I hope Louisville fans don't overlook. Now, what I'm not saying is that this is a done deal. I'm not saying that they're going to get Caleb Love on a visit and he's going to commit next week or anything like that. Like I said, it's very early in the process. Um, One thing that could be encouraging was that Wobble uh, was in Love's top six before he committed to North Carolina, so it seemed like, you know, Wobble was at least involved before Love went to um Chapel Hill, but nonetheless, there's going to be a long list of suitors for the veteran guards services, and rightfully so, very solid player that has been extremely solid in the tournament, and has played at the Power 5 level and started, you know, a plethora of games for one of the nation's Blue Blood programs, so, um, I think that's, you know, like I said, I don't know how plausible it is. I don't know the chances that Louisville will, um, you know, be truly involved. Uh, I've heard from a couple people that I would, you know, trust pretty heavily that both have told me to expect that Louisville will reach out to Caleb Love and show interest. Like I said, Who knows if that interest is going to be reciprocated? Who knows if this is going to be a possibility? So that is a story for a different day. We're just talking about why Louisville should go after Caleb Love. And like I said, I feel like it's a no-brainer. But I've seen some people on social media say, nah, I'm good. And I caution those fans to truly micro-criticize the transfer portal. Because what we can't do, and I'm not... I'm not saying, you know, I'm not pointing fingers at anyone, but I've seen it um, here and there throughout social media is people all season long pleading for Kenny Payne and company to go out and get guard play, you know, criticizing the coaching staff for not going out and getting guard play. You didn't get one guard in the portal, or you didn't get you did get one guard in the portal. You got one high school guard that ended up transferring out after his freshman season. There was a lot of criticism for Coach Kenny Payne about not going out uh, and getting a guard. That's all. I mean, that, that is what it is. There might be some truth to that. There might not be. Regardless, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about if you were one of those people saying that, and now turning around and saying that, well, hey, Caleb Love is—I'm not sure that that's what I want for Louisville. He's too erratic of, you know, uh, a player in terms of shot decisions and things of that nature. Do you see the irony here? We need guards, but let's not go get a guard that started for North Carolina. Does Caleb Love have his flaws? I think, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, there is some validity to the concerns over decision-making, shooting the basketball, um, you know, shooting too much, um, you know, being a little bit erratic when it comes to, you know, trying to force the shots like Russ Smith used to in in the early 2010s. But I think that while that is a valid concern, I think that Louisville's in no position to look the other way. If Caleb Love wants to commit here, you will Better yet, Louisville should be going after Caleb Love because let's not forget, Louisville was 4-28. and 28. Caleb Love, sure. Look, I think that even L. Ellis has said that, you know, He's 50-50, or I think that that's kind of the vibe, that he's 50-50 on coming to college or staying in the professional ranks. Um, I, I just don't think that he's going to be back at Louisville. If he is, I'll be surprised. No true inside information. That's just kind of the vibe and the perception that I'm getting currently at the moment. Um, so I think that you're looking to replace L. Ellis. I think Caleb Love, although who knows um, if he will give you L. Ellis' production that, you know, Ellis gave Louisville last season. I think that he fills that scoring role that Louisville needed. That Louisville needs moving forward. Like I said, like oh well, does Louisville really want another player like L- Ellis? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Um, the yeah, sure. Like I said, shot decisions and things of that nature. Um, there are some instances to where I think a little bit more um composure. On impatience on that end of the floor is needed, but Caleb Love is a premier scorer. I mean, you're talking about a player that has averaged over double figures in all of his seasons in college. He's a grad transfer guard that immediately gives you help. Um, you know, for this upcoming season, six four, Saint Louis, Missouri native, uh, career high in points per game, sixteen point seven points per game, seventy seven percent from the free throw line. Um, He does need to get better perimeter shooting in terms of consistency. Shot 36% last season, but only 30% this year um, while shooting under 38% from the field. So he has to be a little bit more efficient scoring the basketball. But I think that, um, you know... As true as that is, Love is also a player that, like L. Ellis, can drop 30 on any given night. And at this point in time, looking at Louisville's roster with three scholarships remaining, you do not have a number one scoring option. You need a number one scoring option. I can't believe I'm sitting here having this conversation that we have to justify why Louisville should absolutely, hands down, go after Kevin Kevin Love. Yeah, you should definitely go after Kevin Love uh you know, NBA champion possible Hall of Famer Kevin Love, uh, you should go after Caleb Love. Um I, I think that this makes no um sense as to suggest why you should not. And if it things weren't clear enough you're also talking about a player that has stepped up on the big stage. You Look at the 2022 NCAA tournament run that sent North Carolina to the championship game, ultimately lost to Kansas. Caleb Love, time and time again, showed up big for the Tar Heels, hitting clutch shots. Um, he hit the shot against, uh, I think, Wisconsin in that opening matchup, or whoever they played in that opening matchup, uh, Wisconsin, UCLA, whoever it was. Um, You saw what he – he hit that shot against Duke, one of the biggest shots in North Carolina history. I mean, this is a no-brainer. I hope that Louisville gets involved with him pretty soon because at the end of the day, this could be a type of player that can take you uh, from a certain level and take you to a higher level, can add a handful of wins already onto your team. And I think that that's definitely needed when you look at um, the state of the Cardinals program you know, looking forward. So makes no mistake about it. I think that, you know, Caleb Love and Sky Clark both aren't necessarily traditional point guards. Both are ball handlers, and I think that you need to have a, a player that can uh, specialize in creating for others. But you also can't overlook the ability to create for oneself. Louisville had a, a tough time with players being able to create their own shots, getting to the basket, and also perimeter shooting. Caleb Love has shown the ability to score at all three Um, aspects of the half-court offense. Sure, efficiency is something that he needs to work on, but we saw Marcus Carr, sort of inefficient at Minnesota, transfers to Texas and was a huge uh, piece to that puzzle down in Austin for the Texas Longhorns. I think that Caleb Love could have that type of uh, transformation at his next stop. So like I said, don't know the Possibility of this happening, but I would definitely expect for Louisville to get um, involved in this recruitment and hopefully, you know, pretty seriously involved. So um, we're gonna take a little bit of a step into a different direction and talk about uh, some football recruiting where the Cardinals have recently offered four star edge rusher Brian Robinson. We'll discuss that recruitment here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Built Bar. The Built March Madness app is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know, I'll be voting for the Cookies and Cream Bar. It is my favorite, always has been. When you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a trawling where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one locked on fan will receive a 12 month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You have to Try Built. It gives you the all, all the healthy benefits of a protein bar but tastes just like a candy bar. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff. Pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick right at BuiltMarchMadness.com. Going on into the second segment of the show, discussing a little bit of football recruiting. The Cardinals had a big week for visitors last week, like we mentioned on yesterday's uh, episode of the show. Talked about the weekend visitor list, but there were a lot of visitors on the weekdays. One of those was four-star edge rusher Brian Robinson, the top 100 and 30 prospect from the state of Ohio just received an offer from Louisville following a visit to the Cardinals program for a spring practice. Ranked as the 123rd prospect in the country, according to the 24 7 Sports Composite, ninth best edge rusher, and fourth best prospect from the state of Ohio. From Youngstown, Ohio, a star of Fitch High School, 6'5, 255. Pound edge rusher has a ton of impressive offers. Kentucky, Michigan, Penn State heavily involved in this recruitment, but has offers from Cincinnati, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Houston, Illinois, Indiana, uh, Marshall, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, Rutgers, Tennessee, Texas A&M, USC, Virginia Tech, Washington, West Virginia. You get what I'm saying. He's an elite prospect, as the ranking would suggest, top 125 in the country. Um, One thing that we talked about is some of the regional competition that you have to face when recruiting a certain prospect from a certain area. For instance, when you go up and try to recruit a player from South Florida. You're going up against SEC schools, Florida State, Florida, Miami, so on and so forth. When you go down south, it's in-state schools, it's SEC schools, it's Texas schools. When you go up north, like Ohio, um, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, a lot of Big Ten opposition you're going to go up against. Uh, Michigan seems like – one of the schools to beat in this regard received a crystal ball projection from Steve Wiltfong, who is one of the most reliable recruiting insiders in you know the national landscape. The 24-7 Sports Recruiting Insider uh, gave him a crystal ball. Trying to look back and see when this crystal ball was placed. Um, I'm not seeing anything at the moment. Um... So Michigan offered back in March of last year, and I'm not seeing when that crystal ball projection was placed. But um, regardless, it seems like Brian Robinson is doing his homework on possible spots. Um, Like I said, don't look too much into this in terms of too much significance, but understand that it still is significant that he is coming to visit campus. Um, on his own accord. Like I said, a lot of players are going to see a lot of schools, seeing what's out there in the fall, You know, possibly planning follow-up visits, so on and so forth. So you hope that's the case for uh, the Louisville Cardinals in this situation. But what type of a player is Brian Robinson? Well, when you hear from Alan True, the 24-7 sports national recruiting analyst, he projects him as a Power 5 starter, compares him to Dominique Robinson of the Chicago Bears. This is what he had to say about Brian Robinson's game. He's a proto- He has prototypical frame and has added good weight throughout the course of his high school career. Has experience playing different positions and roles when a defense, or within a defense but most likely will end up playing on the edge in college. Growth potential makes it likely he will be primarily hand down despite his experience standing up. Has shadowed inside some for his high school and is growing into a body that can do that in college also. Shows closing speed and get-off. Um, good athlete who can bend and change direction, works at his craft and improved a lot with his hands and technique from between sophomore and junior year. Did not have much defensive defensive line experience prior to that and has picked up finer points of the position quickly. Projects as a Power 5 impact player with the tools to play beyond college. So I, I think that that just goes to show you um, – sort of a late bloomer at the position um, has the, the raw talent with solid size and speed and athleticism. Uh, but it, when it comes to the, um, you know, the ins and outs of the position, he's still learning um, how to be an edge rusher to the fullest capacity, but obviously whatever he's doing is working nicely and it shows that that potential is off the charts. So as he continues to fill into his body, as he continues to refine his technique and his uh, position that he looks to play in the future, I think you could see him jump up the rankings a little bit. Obviously, um, Michigan, Penn State are going to be big, fighters in this recruitment also you can't rule out Kentucky Youngstown Ohio a lot of local ties there for head coach Mark Stoops over at Kentucky not to mention Vince Morrow and company have a lot of ties to the state of Ohio when it comes to recruiting so something to focus on moving forward Um, I think for Louisville the main thing for me like I said feel like a broken record when I say this time and time again it's about you know following the actions is he going to visit officially um, you know at a later date is he going to um, make it a point to include Louisville in his list cut. What does his decision timeline look like? Is he wanting to get the decision out of the way before senior year? Does he want to get the decision to go down to National Signing Day? I think all of this matters, uh, but the main thing right now, it's nice that Louisville got him onto campus. That's big time. The main thing now is to follow up and add another visit down the line and try to uh, just continue to break into the state of Ohio and build sort of a pipeline there um, as difficult as it may be. So uh, with that being said, um, definitely something to look forward to. If you are a Louisville fan, I think that Robinson has a ton of potential. Um, as Alan said, uh, the sky is the limit for a player of Robinson's caliber. So yeah, um, We'll now uh, conclude the show with a Monday mailbag segment. We'll do that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at FanDuel. The tournament is heating up. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net and more on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Heading on into the final segment of the show diving into a weekly Monday mailbag segment there's a couple great questions uh to talk about here um we're going to start <clears throat> excuse me on the <clears throat> gosh I'm a little, feeling a little parched I don't have a drink around me go figure but uh we're going to start on the basketball side of things um if Wilbur were to add three role players onto this team, let's say that they don't add um, a guy averaging over 15 points per game, what do you think the team looks like next season in terms of ceiling? That's kind of hard to tell because I think every situation is different. Did he only average less than 15 because of a log jammed uh, rotation, or was he just not good enough to see that production? What What's the context there? Um, it's hard to really – talk about that when all you're giving is a player description but under 15 a game with no true star i mean you're probably maybe looking 500 if everything goes right but like i said really hard to to determine that when you don't know who would be coming in um who would be your if you had one opportunity to add anyone in the transfer portal at this point in time who would it be and why that's a very good question at this point in time I mean, there's a couple people. I think, obviously, we talk about Caleb Love, Davion McNight, Davion McNight is up there. I think Jameer Nelson Jr. from Delaware is a player that I think would be uh, probably my top uh, priority because of his ability to score the basketball, his ability to you know, play solid defense as well. Um, veteran player from the mid-majors that um, obviously doesn't have – the name of Caleb Lover, Davion McKnight, although he actually does. Jameer Nelson Jr., his dad, played in the NBA for multiple seasons. So um, I'd probably say him. I think that he's probably you know the one player that I'd be like, okay, he could start literally right away and be such a solid fit with Sky Clark um, for the Cardinals next season. So, Okay, um, moving right on along, do you feel like Louisville – should go after guys who produce more at their previous stops, or players who you bank on player progression that didn't nec- sorry didn't necessarily show it in their previous stop. I think that that's a good question, and we kind of talked about that yesterday when we discussed you know the differences in recruiting from Josh Aduje and Keyshawn Hall. Adugier, uh more production based, Hall more potential based. I think that it really just matters on context. Um, I-, I don't think that either way. Uh, One answer is right more than the other, although I think that if you made me pick, I'd probably go with production over potential over potential. Um, But like I said, I think that it really just matters based upon context. Um, Why did a certain player not see much production? Was it due to injury? Was it due to uh, playing behind a lot of veterans? You know, what was the case? I'd rather, you know, take a chance on potential. If it was that rather than, oh, he just didn't play all that well. So. Going into a little bit of baseball, uh, the Cardinals dropped the series against Notre Dame. Any concern moving forward? Not really. I mean, it's baseball in late March. I mean, Dan McDonald teams really don't start, you know, clicking until mid to late April anyways. So, I mean, Notre Dame's a solid team. I mean, they were close games. Unfortunately, that's just the sport, and hopefully they're able to bounce back ahead of uh, the weekend series coming up. But not really any any, – concern at the moment i think it's way too early okay uh moving right on along into football why is louisville still sitting on open scholarships they need to add more players for next season to fill out the roster who do you think they should add um we've heard about beanie bishop there's a potential that you know the minnesota transfer defensive back comes home the former PRP prospect could come home and play for Louisville, play cornerback at Minnesota. Like I said, I think a lot of times you are kind of waiting to see who transfers after spring ball because there's going to be a wave of players who do so. Uh, that will allow you to um, kind of be more selective. Louisville's done a great job in the transfer portal from December up until this point. So I think you have the luxury of kind of being selective with your 5, 6, seven scholarships remaining that you can utilize. Um, and um, you know address needs on this team with. So I think that a uh, Jeff Brown and company are just kind of at this point in time seeing what's available, uh, seeing what happens in spring ball, assessing needs because uh, there's probably going to be some players that transfer out from Louisville as well. So something to look forward to. So I think that um, um, at the end of the day, it's something that you just have to kind of wait and see. But I'm not necessarily concerned or anything like that. So, but that's all for the mailbag. Uh, before we get out of here. Um, I want to say thanks again for making Locked On a Little bit your first lesson today. For your second lesson, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, players, and uh, everyone throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Um, also, want to take this time to um, you know observe a moment of silence for those. Uh, Children and those adults at the school in Nashville whose lives were lost due to senseless gun violence um, In a heartbreaking tragedy on Monday morning Thank you I also want to um, uh, Talk about something else good friend of the show Cardinal Sports Zone co founder and editor Jeremy Wallman has been battling some health issues over the past couple weeks. Um, His brother Joe has started a GoFundMe to help uh, Jeremy uh, and his wife Teresa as they go through um, some tough times financially. While, you know, obviously uh, the bills don't stop despite, um, you know, despite some trials and tribulations in life. Um obviously with Jeremy in the hospital, um, you know, it takes a lot of attention for the family to be there for him. And um Joe has started to GoFundMe to help um fundraise some money to alleviate some of those financial concerns uh with Jeremy in the hospital. Um very, very good personal friend of mine. You know, outside of the Louisville sports landscape, he is someone that has been a huge mentor for me. A very good friend of mine. I look at him as like a big brother to me. Um, one of the best people that you'll ever meet. Will do anything for the people around him. Uh, so very kind to everyone, even including strangers. So if you can find it in the um, generosity of your heart to to give anything, you know anything helps. Um, I would um, you know encourage you to do so. Um, if you have trouble uh, finding that GoFundMe, I have included a link at the top of the description for that GoFundMe page. Um, if you don't feel comfortable doing it that way, if you'd rather uh, send it directly to the family, please reach out to me at my Twitter handle below. I accept DMs from everyone. You can comment in the comment section, uh, but I appreciate everyone Um for their help and support, um, but at this point in time, one of our cardinal, uh, one of our cardinal fans needs our assistance, Card Nation, and I'd like to see us, um, you know, rise up and help him, um, along with um, you know, sending thoughts and prayers out to those uh, whose lives were affected due to the senseless, heartbreaking, and tragic um, happenings and gun from the gun shooting in Nashville on Monday morning. So. But that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.